Hello and welcome to The Home Building Hero, where we help you become the hero of your new home. Today's topic is the truth about radon. Hi, I'm your host, David Bellman, president of Bellman Homes, and I want to thank you for listening to The Home Building Hero. Our mission here at The Home Building Hero is to help you guys by providing you all the information that you need, no matter if you're building, buying, or designing your next project. You've got questions, we got answers for you here on The Home Building Hero. So today's topic is radon and the truth about radon. Now, if you have had an existing home or you've purchased an existing home or even probably bought a new home, you've probably heard about radon at one point or another. Radon is a odorless, colorless gas that uh, occurs in the earth and it is something that has been shown uh, by the U.S. Surgeon General that it is a cause of cancer and uh, it is something that occurs naturally and you can't see it, smell it, or taste it, but you can test for it. And it is something that uh, you as a seller of a home would be responsible to fix or remediate if your home has a rating above 4.0 picoliters. Okay, so if um, most buyers nowadays, let's go go about it this way. Most buyers these days will request a radon test in their offer to purchase. In Wisconsin, you do have to ask for permission to test in your paperwork and uh, in order to do it. So if someone just writes an offer, no inspection, contingency, no testing, uh, and then they ask you to do a radon test, you don't have to do it if it was not in the offer. Now, they could pull other things and walk away from that offer. However, they don't, at that point, you wouldn't have to. But if they've asked for testing in their offer and you agree to it, you have to allow the radon test. Usually it takes about two or three days and they put in a device that tests the level of radon. Now here's a little bit where I have some issues because um, this testing is is interesting. It uh, I've obviously had a lot of homes tested. Uh, I deal primarily with new construction. And with new construction, uh, typically we, you know, we do have uh, pretty tight homes. We do put in the sealed sump crocks, which helps reduce that gas from coming up. And a lot of times we will caulk the cracked areas in the concrete floor. There usually are some small cracks. And if you do that, typically that will help reduce the rating, or may possibly even keep it below the 4.0. However, you can still have it. And one of the things that's it's a disadvantage for new construction in radon testing is that in an existing home, you're still living in that home. You're moving, you're opening the door, you're moving around, you might even have a window cracked open here and there. And those things do affect the radon test. And so a lot of times what I found and uh, this is something that's just interesting is if we had the house open and we've sort of ventilated it and whatnot, we've taken a radon test, uh, a lot of times the house has passed. But if we just all of a sudden the house has been shut up for a long time and we haven't used it, the radon test can fail more likely. And so that makes a big difference. If you're able to move the air in and out of the home a little bit better, it does reduce the rating. That is, that is a for sure thing. It's no guarantee that it's going to pass or fail, but it does help in that regard. So that's just something to be aware of. And, um, you know, radon itself 
can only live once it's exposed to air for three days. So if you seal everything up and you ventilate the home and then you have a radon test, it should definitely reduce the rating on it and um, you know, hopefully keep it down and keep it below the level that you need to pass the radon test. So just a little point of advice there, you can uh, reduce your radon rating by making sure that you have all the penetrations in your floor and your basement sealed up, that you have a sealed sump crock. If you have a future bathroom area or like a future drain, make sure that area is sealed up so you're not getting that gassing coming up. Um, there is a vapor barrier already under the floor of your concrete. So you will have a plastic barrier there that will help. But again, if you have a crack in the floor or something that, that can still come up through those areas. So you want to seal those up. Now, radon, there's obviously varying reports on it. And it's very hard to attribute a radon rating uh, to, to people getting sick officially. I've heard studies that you have to live in your basement for 70 years and about 70% of your time for the amount of level of radon uh, to actually be hazardous to you. But it has been proven that it is a, um, a cancer-causing agent. Now, again, radon is, is basically a natural occurring gas. It's a lot of decomposed material, and it's coming up through the ground. You will have a higher radon rating in areas that have more gravelly soils, versus soils that are heavier like a clay. So if you have a lot of gravel and stone in your area, you're likely to have more radon because the gas can easier, easily get through those stones and it's more porous, so it can get through. Now, if you have a big thick layer of clay, it's gonna be a lot harder for that radon gas to get through. So something to keep an eye on as well as understand what kind of soils you have. The next question about radon is, can the rating in your home change? And absolutely, yes, it can change. Uh, they do recommend if you are very concerned about radon that you have your home tested every two years. Now, if you put in a remediation system, more on that in a second, but if you put in a system, uh, more than likely uh, your house should be uh, under that level. But uh, uh, it can change. The reason that it can change is that you know, the ground can shift a little bit, your house can shift a little bit, and uh, you can develop a, another penetration where you could have an increased concentration of radon. Again, like I said, you can see shifts in homes. I bet you if you tested the same home that someone was living in, and you tested it three different times, you probably would have three different ratings. And that's because, again, this is a, a constant, ever-flowing, ever-changing thing. You know, if you have the, the air going more, you have the windows open a little bit more, that's going to change those levels um, quite a bit. And of course, over time, like I said, you can get more penetrations in the floor that would allow more radon to come up. So those are all things that can definitely happen and can change your rating. So uh, one other question, what about a home without a basement? They don't need radon testing. Well, that's not really true because a home on a slab... Um, will still have radon potential coming through it. In fact, uh, uh, probably just as much so as a basement. So uh, a home on a slab would still, you know, probably need to be tested just as much as a home with a basement. Uh, another question that people might have is, well, I've seen maps and radon isn't really high in our area. Should I still test? 
yes, if you're concerned about it, if it's something that you want to have tested, you should test it, even if your area has a lower radon rating. That doesn't guarantee anything. I've had homes, and this is no lie, I've had homes right next to each other. One's passed, one's failed. That's why I'm a little bit more, um, I question the radon and the, the levels that they pick um, a little bit more because I've had new homes built the same way right next to each other and one has passed and one has failed. So uh, sometimes I test or I question those methods a little bit and uh, certainly homes that are, uh, again, ventilated a little bit better and opened up a little bit more uh, will have a lower rating because again, that radon gas, if you can block most of it from coming through the ground and you give it an opportunity for it to die off, it can it can definitely reduce the rating quite a bit. And that's one of the things that bothers me sometimes about the, the real estate agents and the testing is that a lot of times they'll be like, okay, we need to test this right right now. It's a new home. And uh, again, if it's been shut up for a long time, there's a much higher likelihood that it's going to fail. So, um, you know, the test is so short in duration that if you do seal everything up, you could still fail the test just because you have uh, residual radon in the air and you could test it a week later and it might pass. So just be aware of that. That is something that can happen. And of course, old and new homes do need to be tested for radon. So again, if you're going to buy it, uh, you you know, I would definitely recommend that you test it. Now, if you're building a home, you've purchased the lot and you hire a builder to build a home, there is no requirement for you to test for radon. There is no requirement for the builder to put on a radon mitigation system. At that point, it is the buyer's responsibility. It is buyer beware. So just as a, uh, a point of caution, I would not recommend necessarily putting a radon system in immediately. I would let the house get built and then I would have it tested. And if if the rating is uh, high enough that you feel that you want to system put in, then you can add a system in. There really is not any cost savings to putting a radon system in earlier. I have not really found any way that it's done much cheaper. There's so many guys that put in radon systems. They retrofit these in and they can do them quickly and easily on their own. So I don't recommend necessarily testing for radon until the home is done or putting a system in uh, prior to. You can put in two different types of systems. You can put in a passive or you can put in an active system. A passive system, if you did want to put that in a new construction, basically there's a connection that you would put in in your footing and then you would run a um, PVC pipe basically in the wall all the way out the roof. The problem with the passive system is that uh, in the summertime, it's probably going to work fairly well. It's going to um, just naturally let um, have that radon have a chance for it to go up through that pipe and come on out. I believe that in the winter that's going to be more challenging because you you know you're going to have cold air kind of coming back down that pipe and pushing that radon back down, pushing that back in, and then it's going to come out in other places. So I don't believe it works as well from what I've heard in the winter time. It only works well in the warmer climate time. So something to be aware of as well if you do a passive system. An active system, the main difference is, again, that you're going to have that connection from below the surface, you know, either through the wall or outside the wall, and then you are going to have a fan with uh, power to it, and the fan is going to constantly be pulling. So you're going to be pulling that radon from the earth and jettisoning it out a tube outside your home into the air where eventually it will 
after three days or whatever exposure, it will um, dissipate and not be hazardous. So those are some of the main things that we've seen with radon. Again, um, it does take a lot of concentration. So if your rating is just slightly over, you're not going to die. Uh, you're not necessarily going to get sick. It does take a long time and a lot of exposure to it. And there certainly are many other things that we put into our body on a regular basis that are much more hazardous than that. But it is something to be aware of. And if you are concerned about your health, you should look at uh, putting a mitigation system in if the rating is above a 4.0 or higher. If you guys would like to get more information on radon, my suggestion would be to visit the actual site from the EPA. It's www.2.epa.gov forward slash radon. Again, www.epa.gov forward slash radon. And you can look that up and you can find out all sorts of information about radon. And of course, if you've enjoyed this copy of The Home Building Hero, please go on to your podcast app, anywhere you find your podcast, search for Home Building Hero, three words, and hit subscribe. It's that easy, and you'll get notified of all the latest and greatest episodes. And of course, too, if you want more information, please check out our website, homebuildinghero.com, and you can use one of the forms on the website and leave a comment if you have any questions or would like some more information about our show or have an idea for a topic, we would love to hear from you. So I want to thank you once again. I'm David Bellman from Bellman Homes. I want to thank you for listening to The Home Building Hero, and we'll talk to you all very soon.